Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back in the second hour. Let's get straight to Trevor Nisbet, who's been kind enough to rejoin us for the umpteenth time. We've had a lot of technical problems with the phone system, but we seem to have got on top of it. Nizzy, appreciate your time, mate, and thanks for your patience. Uh, no problem, Goss. So you've been there uh, a few hours now since arriving late last night. Have uh, um, We've heard from Fremantle. They said all their tests have come back negative and they train this afternoon. Is that the same case for the West Coast Eagles? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, we finished the testing about uh, 1.30 a.m. this morning and uh, they've all come back negative, which is, uh, which is great. And we also got tested before we left Perth, so uh, a double test in the same day and everything's <laughs> negative, which is great. It is great and very uncomfortable at the best time. How many tests would you have had personally, Niz, across the journey? Oh, I couldn't count them now, Goss. It's been... Uh, Look, it's been constant, um, and obviously for a reason. We we need to keep our players and staff and everyone safe, and and we need to make sure that we're we're covering off all the bases so that we can continue to keep this season rolling. One other case just been launched. Uh, just a positive case have just come through from the Premier as well. So uh, again, a, a community user of a gym up in the northern suburbs. So. He was under, um, he was in uh, lockdown quarantine. So it looks like uh, things are starting to be tempered a little bit here in Western Australia, which is good for the footy in the future, possibly. Uh, just in regards to, news. yeah, it is great news, absolutely. Uh, just in regards to when you're up stumps and go, you talked about how unsettling it is, but at the same time, is you're prepared for this, but not just for the playing group, but also family, friends, uh, young children, dogs, pets. I mean, there's a lot to get out the way very quickly, isn't it, when you have to go into an instant lockdown? Yeah, when you, when you, certainly when you, you've got a couple of hours' notice, you, you need to um, be prepared. I, I, I mean, I think everyone was, uh, when we went into lockdown, thought this might happen. So I think people were mentally preparing themselves. And, and the guys um, all understand. It's uh, also the staff, as you say. It's, it's not just uh, the playing group. It's staff, everyone has to get organised very quickly and we did that and uh, got ourselves organised and and got here as did uh, as did Fremantle. So it ended up uh, uh, a reasonable outcome given that uh, we had uh, pretty short notice to do it. This morning I picked up the paper and saw a photo and a beautiful photo too that went viral on social media of the Eagles on one side of the plane and the Dockers on the other. It was a fantastic photo and there's Matt Tabiner putting his luggage in. Didn't quite have his mask over his nose. Same went for Jamie Cripps from West Coast and it's been magnified and put in the paper and that you might have a case to answer as a footy club and so too Fremantle. What's your response to that? Well, unfortunately, you know, to 30... Uh, second period where the players... I think the players were extremely disciplined um, yesterday, um, even though masks do slip down or, they, or they're down for a 30-second period. The snap was taken to see whether where the players and the uh, delineation of the players were, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but in the end, um, 
you know, we were we left at one uh, thirty on the bus uh, for a flight at three o'clock and didn't leave till five thirty. So we're on the bus on the plane. It was pretty trying circumstances, but in the end, the the players and and we were notifying all players, everybody, all throughout the flight. They were very disciplined and and uh, did the right thing. So I think that's the important um, outcome. Yeah, one hundred percent. So what now for the footy club? You obviously, how long's a piece of string, isn't it? You go across there, you focus on your game this weekend against Sydney down in Geelong, and it's a watch this space like the rest of the competition in regards to where to next. Yeah, it is. Uh, look, we've uh, obviously we've got to focus on playing Sydney in Geelong um, this week, and then we'll we'll work out what happens um, probably prior to that um, game, but we won't know until probably the weekend, and we'll see how um, things pan out from um, the government's point of view and when we can travel, um, when North can travel for next week's game and so forth. So we won't know that till later in the week. Uh, in regards to your Waffle team, of course, the Waffle has been postponed, uh, the whole competition, because of, of the situation we're currently faced. Um, with all your players over there and forever, how long they're over there, are you concerned about your waffle team going forward in regards to player availability? Yeah, it's got to be some concern at the moment. Uh, we've, um, But hopefully we will get back to some normality once uh, all the states and, and certainly um, w- certainly between Victoria and WA uh, get everything under control and then we'll be able to have some normality and have uh, our full complement of players back uh, based in Perth. So sooner the better, hopefully next weekend and, and we can get things started again. But, look, that's what we're aiming for. Um, hopefully we can work out uh, the whole situation and, and the quarantine rules, etc., with, um, with the WA police and, and ensure that we can uh, we can come in and, and make sure our, our, all our players are available to play. Last one for you, Trevor. I want to take you back to the nightmare that was Optus Stadium on the weekend in regards to the, the result, the 55-point loss. But as Chief Executive, you, you feel the pain as a passionate Eagles man, of course, that you are. But can I ask you about the pain in the hip pocket for the footy club? Have you have you got dollars and cents in regards to how, how much of a hit that uh, hurts the footy club when things like that happen? Look, it's uh, it's not a disaster, Tim, but it's, uh, it's getting closer. Uh, look, we, we lost a lot of games last year, which were catastrophic really for the club from a financial point of view and now we've lost uh, two games already so it's it's getting to that point where um, we're we're very conscious of of losing that sort of um, finance it's about six million dollars over over the two games that we've lost so it's it's really important for us to get some home games with crowds uh, it, it's something that we we want from a financial point of view, but we also owe that uh, hopefully to our members and supporters who want to get to the football and, and enjoy themselves. But we also under, understand that the government's position with the health aspect, um, because that's paramount to keep people safe. And I think with uh, the lockdown, uh, they've got on top of this pretty quickly and hopefully uh, hopefully we can change things over the next few days. $6 million in two games. Yeah, that that, that involves um, obviously the the credits that we're still owed, and uh, means there's a, a, an accumulation of uh, credits. But there's also all of our corporate support who couldn't come to the games. It's uh, signage, it's uh, scoreboard signage, it's all sorts of different things that we lose on any given match day. And 
that's important for us uh, that you know the public understand that it's it's a critical part of our business, and consequently, once it's gone, it's gone. So we have to either repay people or we have to uh, find another solution, and the solutions aren't great at the moment. Appreciate your time. All the very best on the weekend, and we'll keep an ear and an eye out on what's next for the West Coast Eagles. Thanks for joining us, and do apologise for the uh, for the the phone troubles early, but thanks for your patience, mate. No problem. Thanks a lot, Goss. Well, there's Trevor Nisbet, the CEO of the West Coast Eagles. You heard it there. Two games lost in WA to the tune of $6 million. If you reckon footy clubs are there for the fun of it, for us to cheer for our footy teams, the same would go for Fremantle also. The um, financial hit pocket loss is enormous, especially when you've got huge support like the West Coast Eagles and Fremantle do. But just repeating the news from Trevor Nisbet, they haven't heard about what's happening with North Melbourne, but they are waiting to hear and hopefully we'll know before their game on the weekend in Geelong against Sydney. But just repeating the news, Trevor Nisbet telling us the West Coast Eagles have taken a $6 million hit in various forms for having two games with no crowds here at Optus Stadium. It's 11 past 11. This is the Sporting Goss. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.